Marty! You've got to come back with me! Where? Back to the future! Live, then this is Mike and Russ time. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, uh, we are back for another discussion on uh, all things time travel. Episodes two. For this episode. Right. Who knows? We could change it up. We could, yeah. we could talk about uh, anything we want because this is our time. We could talk about gophers if we want to. Yeah, I'm not sure what that has to do with anything, but... <laughs> Maybe do you have a gopher problem in your yard? Uh, we have no gopher problem. We did oh, have okay. a, a raccoon problem. He was digging up our grass. Oh, those guys are mean too. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you can have them as pets. Maybe if you raise them from a little child. I don't know what you would call a raccoon child. A pup? Is it a, a, a kit? A kit? I Is don't it know. A kangaroo. I don't know. No kangaroo. Baby kangaroo is a joey, isn't it? Oh, that's true. Look at how smart you are. I think a, a baby fox is a kit. I think you're right, actually. I'm going to look so, up baby kangaroo, baby raccoon right now. Let's look see what baby it is. raccoon. And and while you're looking that up, um, I'm Mike. And yes, and I'm Russ. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Mike and Russ time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what are we listening to? These, who are these jackasses? Who are these idiots? Um. Well, I don't see any names for baby raccoon. Baby raccoons are very cute, though. I will say well, that. I think I think all baby animals are cute. They yeah, have I to think be. most baby animals are cute. I think baby possums maybe they're kind of ugly because I don't know. Well, like the the baby like baby birds are really ugly. Yeah, when they're first born, yeah, they're ugly. Um, baby possums are kind of well, they're cute as long as they have their mouth shut. I'm just noticing. <laughs> <laughs> they open their mouths, they look gross. Well, you know, an, an opossum kind of looks like just like a giant rat, you know? Basically, they are. With a, big rats. With, a, with a prehensile tail. But did you know that the opossum, speaking of kangaroos, the opossum is the, I think it's one of the only marsupials in the North America. I did know that. Yeah. Um, and they don't actually play dead. They faint. Oh, they actually faint, so they're not pretending. Yeah. They're not pretending. They go, "Oh, my stars and garters." <laughs> yeah, they're like the the fainting goats when they get too scared. Oh, they okay. Pass out. Yeah, but I don't think the fainting goats actually faint. I think their their muscles just freeze up and they fall over. <laughs> see, look, science. See, these all these scientific things are lying to us. They're you know, it's a fainting goat, but it doesn't really faint. Possums just, don't really play dead. They're actually fainting. Yeah, they're actually fainting. This it's, is science is weird. What can we believe? What can we believe? Uh, whatever we read on the internet. Well, you know, there's a whole thing about 10% of your brain humans only use. That's bullshit. That is, well, that's not really bullshit. You use 10% of your brain at, like, certain points. We use 100% of our brain, but not at, at 100% once. of the time. All at once. You know, so if they did, like, a functional MRI, you'd have different parts of your brain lighting up, but not the whole entire brain. Yeah, so you would you would essentially use 10%... As far as I, I have understood it, you use 10% of your brain at any one time. Gotcha. 
but, but not 100%, 100%. It's been it. misunderstood that we only use 10% of our brain, so if we could tap into that other 90%, we could be superheroes, which is yeah. not true. No, I'd like Although to that, did, that did make for a good movie. Lucy? Lucy yeah, Lucy yeah. was a good movie. That movie was much more sci-fi or science fiction than I thought it was going to be. I knew there was some science fiction in it, but I, I didn't realize it was going to be one of those science fiction kind of movies where, you know, it's kind of highbrow science fiction, if that makes sense. Mm, your microphone just sounded really strange. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Uh-oh. Sounded fine to me, but hopefully it uh, didn't, didn't record <laughs> weird. I'm going to hope it's on your end because... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure what they can do. Maybe it's just my voice. Let's see, that sounded normal. <laughs> I do have a little bit of a raspy voice today just because I'm tired, I think. Because you've been um, yelling at your computer screen because you got so yeah. much work to do? Derek! Yeah, um, no. Um, but I have been known to do that. I think most people have been known to yell at their computer screen, but it doesn't really do much good. No, no. Do you ever watch? Do you ever watch? Uh, have you ever seen Amy Schumer? Um, Inside Amy Schumer on Comedy Central. I have never seen Inside Amy Schumer on it's Comedy. It's hilarious. Central. I'll send you some clips. It's hilarious. Um, the, the reason I thought of that is because there's a there's a there's a skit that she da- did recently where she's going to therapy, and the whole therapy session is how she can help her mom to do something on the computer. <laughs> and, and so her mom comes in. She's like, "I don't know if I can do this. I know this. Well, your mom's coming in. Just let it go. Just we'll, we'll I'll work it through with you." And her mom's like, "Um, I'm trying to send you this picture, and I can't figure out how to attach it to the email. It seemed it just disappeared. <laughs> it's like the it's like the um, well, basically anybody in our generation, basically who has tried to help their parents with the computer, could probably understand." Yeah, my uh, my mother has given up. She gave up on the computer. She she gave up. Yeah, she was she was into it for a while. She was getting you know she could do emails and she actually could never download a picture or anything. But yeah, she was she was pretty good at it, sending emails. And then uh, she started getting all her friends' joke emails, so they weren't just real emails. Hey, how you doing? Oh, were, oh. so she got so tired of getting her email box all uh, filled up that she just gave up. Yeah, the uh, the older generation is very fond of those kind of emails, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. My my uncle still sends them to me, and I yeah. usually just delete them. I hope he's not listening. <laughs> Sorry, uncle. <laughs> um, it's 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 either the um, the joke emails or like political political emails, but it's like some sort of paranoid made up story, you know. For <laughs> like, they're all coming to get us. Well, no, no, they're not. <laughs> they are all coming to get us, Russ. <laughs> um, my mom was really good at the computer. She, uh, she's like one of the exceptions. But my dad, yeah, he still he still has trouble with it. And so it's like, yeah, you know, trying to. Well, the problem is when you're trying to help someone over the phone. It's like uh, up in the top left hand corner. Um, I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> Click on the apple. I, I see. In the top left-hand corner, I see a hard drive. No, that's the right-hand corner, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's just got to get his right and left. Down yeah, and maybe. Okay. But uh, you, you kind of, um, you were sort of a, a little bit of a tech guy when we worked at Wizard. Remember that? Very little bit. Very little. You, you were sort of like, uh, I can't do anything. I gotta, gotta call Tony. 
Yeah, I knew I knew the basics. I knew enough right. to get myself into trouble. All right, let's zap the PRAM. Zap the PRAM. I could rebuild Mac. the the desktop. Yeah. And uh, uh, what everybody used to yell at me for was flipping the switch when when the uh, the T1 line would oh, yeah. lock up or go down. I would have to go upstairs and literally flip a switch to turn it off and to then turn it back it, on right. again. Yeah. yeah. And then everybody's like, hey, how come my internet just down? Hey, what? <laughs> because some people weren't ready and they'd be right. losing their information because nobody listened to me. Yeah, because you probably, if I remember correctly, you probably made an announcement like, okay, I'm getting ready to reset the route, the, the, the network or whatever. You know. Yep. And then people wouldn't, wouldn't be there. Maybe they'd be in the bathroom pooping or something. Yeah. And they couldn't get out to their computer pooping in time. And, and... Pooping and eating pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a little inside joke. Uh, one of the wizard members was known to take his lunch into his pooping session, but but if you ask him about it, he said it never happened. <laughs> it's probably one of those things that may have happened once, you know, and I then think it was, and then people what, just what, extrapolate it out like it's it's a regular thing. Yeah, what what he said it was is that he had he did have pizza on the plate, and then he had to go to the bathroom, so he just took it in the bathroom to throw it out. Like, it was just crusts and stuff. Oh, oh, I see. So he wasn't going in there to eat it. He was yeah. just like, oh, well, I'm just, I'll just, there's a there's a trash can in the bathroom. I'll just drop it in there on the way in. Yeah, that's at least that's his yeah. story. For all we know, he could have been sitting on the toilet eating. Right. <laughs> munch, munch, munch. <laughs> <laughs> not a pleasant thought, but there's not, there's, there's hey. not a pleasant <laughs> thought when you think about that bathroom in general. We, that, we've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. Hey, sometimes you got to multitask, right? That's right. <laughs> You're in a hurry. <laughs> I'm in a hurry. I only have 20 minutes. I gotta, I'm going to have to multitask. Got to get eat breakfast and drop the kids off at the pool at the same time. Oh, <laughs> uh, the good old days. <laughs> oh man. Well, we won't go into the hijinks and shenanigans of the wizard uh, downstairs bathroom today, but yeah. yeah. I heard anyway, they had. She, I heard the she, the girls' bathroom was very nice, though. I was never in the girls' bathroom. I never went in there. I heard there was like a couch or something in there. Is that true? There, I don't know. I've never in there. Mm. I would have actually. I'd like to go back to that building and go in there now to see what it's like. That reminds me. Megan says hello. I said a happy birthday to her uh, on Facebook, and she said, "Tell Mike I said hello." Megan. Megan lost. Well, her last name is Hart now. Oh, Megan Lofstrom. Yes. Yeah, Megan Lofstrom. Yeah. Well, um, next time you talk to her, tell her I said hello back. I will, and I could, uh, I, I could be totally wrong about when she said to say hello. It might not have been when I wished her happy birthday, but uh, she noticed that you know we had done a podcast together. She's like, "Tell Mike I said hello." Oh, that might actually be it. She might have been responding to my post about the podcast. Really? Yeah. So I guess she follows you and was yeah. interested in, in at least going to the website and seeing the podcast. Well, she might have only seen it on my Facebook page. We don't know if there was actual click through. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't track those kind of things. So. Well, that's okay, as long yeah. as she's aware of it. Yeah. Pat and I are trying to figure out, well, mostly Pat, actually, trying to figure out how to get uh, three different feeds in iTunes so that each podcast is, has its own theme, but there's also the Uplate Network theme, uh, not theme, feed. So in other words, you could subscribe to, say, Marty, but maybe you don't want to subscribe to Thank You For Doing This. Or maybe you don't want to subscribe to Uplate with Russ and Pat. So Pat's trying to figure out how to make it so people can subscribe to individual ones. But then we realized also that some people, um, they got our podcast in the Uplate with Russ and Pat uh, subscription feed in iTunes. 
and then Pat did something in, uh, at my request and, and removed it. And then they were like, hey, Pat, how come we can't get your new podcast? <laughs> hmm. So we're going to put it in. It's complicated, but, you know, it's a bunch of coding stuff that I, I don't want to mess with. But Yeah, I'll, I'll let yeah. you guys handle that because I don't know anything yeah. about that. You're just you're just the talent. I am just the talent. That's all they have me here for. <laughs> Did you get a chance to listen to um, uh, Thank You for Doing This, Pat, Chris's new way? Uh, I uh, started listening to it, and I didn't finish. Yeah. Well, it was, I it was you know, it. it was a good, interesting podcast to begin with. I did skip something. No, I was going to skip the Jurassic Park stuff, Jurassic World, because I, I didn't want to get any spoilers. But um, then Pat told me that they didn't really spoil anything, so I went ahead and listened. Uh, you may want to be careful, though, if you do listen to it. Uh, so there then, are some spoilers. Uh, I, there might be a little bit, yeah. And then and they also discuss uh, Game of Thrones in some detail, the, the season finale or something. So um, if you're not caught up with the Game of Thrones, you might be a little want to skip over that. But anyway, the um, and I'm I'm like three seasons behind in Game of Thrones, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> by the time <laughs> by the time I get there, I won't remember anything they said. You got to uh, binge watch it. Yeah, I've watched um, the first two seasons. So, um, but I think that uh, you'll probably get to the part one, the end of the podcast, and and you'll be like, "All right, fast forward." Kids <laughs> will be talking about craft beer. So, ah, uh, yes. And you're not I'll, a big beer drinker, so I'm know. not a big beer drinker. No, I'm not either. But uh, I think I may have a little more interest than you in it. I mean, not not a whole lot, but. Um, it was interesting to hear him talk about it. No, they were talking about sports too, and I was totally lost because uh, I don't I don't watch sports except for maybe basketball sometimes. But anyway, anyway, let's get on to some. We have some time travel topics we wanted to discuss tonight. Yes, was it, it was last week? Whenever we did this before the episode number one. Yeah, not quite a week ago. We did. I I kind of ended with a question for you. Uh, mm-hmm. If you okay, imagine you have a time machine. We don't know if you built it. Maybe you. Maybe somebody gave it to you. Maybe future Mike brought it back for you. We don't know. Did I, did I steal it? You might have stolen it. Sure. That's good. That'd be neat. Um, there's a time machine, and you have access to a time machine. But you realize you can only go, you can only make one trip. In other words, you can make one trip in one direction, either into the future or the past. Now, you can return home. But in other words, it's one round trip. So in other words, you go you can go back in the past and come home, or you can go into the future and come home. You don't necessarily have to come home, that's, but it's an option. But yeah. it, but once you once you do come home, the time machine doesn't work anymore. But do you get to to keep? Do you can you bring stuff back with you, or is it just you? Oh, sure, back? you can bring home. You can bring back whatever you want. Yeah. Oh well, I think that it's an easy easy question, at least for me, because okay. I would go. I I would go into the future, of course. Okay. How far? Uh, well, I'd I'd go far, far. You know, maybe a couple thousand years. Oh wow! Because I figure by then, the human race will have evolved and will have maybe robot bodies, or maybe oh. they'll just have figured out a way to you know to keep us going for a few hundred years, yeah, or even that'd more. Be, yeah, that'd be cool. And then uh, you know come back with all that knowledge because that's what I would do. I would take all that stuff. That I could. You would take as much knowledge as you could from that era. Uh-huh, and bring it back. And then introduce it to the world sooner. And then introduce it to the world sooner, which would kind of mean that we would get where we were going faster. So by the right. time I had actually jumped, we'd be ahead of ourselves. 
right. at that point. Right. Yeah, that's what I do. I go into the future. So you would kind of you you would be doing like Matt Frewer's character from Star Trek: The Next Generation, stealing technology so you could profit from it. Well, of, yeah, why not? Isn't that what happened? Do you remember that episode? Yes, that Next was uh, he did. He stole the he stole the time machine, right? And he he figured out how to do it. And he was just going to get information on. You know, weapons and stuff. Yeah, he was pretending. He was pretending to be a future historian, which I always thought was a cool idea. Actually, a friend of mine and I, my friend Mark um, Thompson, who um, you never met, we this was when I lived in Florida, but he uh, he and I had an idea of a future historian. It was really his idea. I'll give. I I don't want to take credit for it, but it was the idea was there was a guy from the future who would go back in the past and just observe as a historian and not interfere. Mm-hmm. Kind of observe firsthand. So then, anyway, I thought that was a cool concept. So then, that's that's what he. But he wasn't the historian. He stole the time machine from a historian, right? He was. Well, yes, he was from the past, right? And he he went into the future to the Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah, he went into interview. his future, right? And then was going to bring all the stuff back to his present, right? And uh, you know, like invent the, things here and there just so he would be rich, right? Like the phaser. Yeah, uh, see, I don't, I don't know if I would, if I would do that. I would just like to, to go and you could bring, you know, medicines and yeah, technology you want, and stuff. Basically, it's not so much to profit from it, but to f- uh, further humanity or f- further, what would you say, um, further humanity's people. progress sooner than, than rather than later. Yeah, but of course, then you run into the dilemma of would we be ready for it? Yeah, that's true. That's true because there are certain things that. You think about it like if you had invented too soon, uh, maybe technology or or humanity just wasn't ready socially. Yeah, because humans are pretty dumb when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, you know, with the, you know, there's a lot of things, with, especially like with medicine. If you think about it, that that um, make people, you know, people have to make decisions that they never used to make before. They were like, ah, Bob's gonna die. That sucks. You know, and then, and then <laughs> poor Bob. Yeah, poor Bob. And now, then there's you know nowadays you have things like, well, Bob's not really dead, but we think his brain's dead. So should we unplug him? Um, and then there's a whole dilemma. You know, do you? What do you do? Um, and then, and then, uh, yeah. So maybe certain things are you know, and there's going to become a time, probably not long from now, where people go, hmm. Oh, my baby is going to be, um, uh, what is it? Uh, silly. Silly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a silly kid. <laughs> <laughs> Put it up for adoption. Abortion. I don't know. That's not what I was trying to say. I was trying to think of something else. But anyway, um, my, my answer to the question is similar to yours, but more, it was more of a selfish thing. <laughs> Selfish thing because um, I asked Pat this question and he wanted to, he was like, well I'd like to go back to the past just so I could actually see dinosaurs in person right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my thought was this and it's sort of the old genie um, and the three wishes dilemma. You know you only have three wishes. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Well on your last wish you wish for you wish for a bunch more wishes. Which may or not may not work because the genie may have rules against that. So, but my idea was, well, I'd love to go in the past, see the dinosaurs or something like that, or just you know just pick a point in the in the past and, and witness history or something. But 
the uh, but I would think that if I go far enough in the future, since I've got a time machine, obviously in the future they probably got better time machines that you can use more than once. <laughs> yeah, I would I would hope so. Yeah, so I would go to the future and get one of those future time machines that I could use umpteen times, and then I could travel all over the place back and forth. Mm, but see, true. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking all um, altruistic and saving humanity. <laughs> you just want to go back and watch. Yeah, I stuff. just want to go back and for- I just want to go back and see the dinosaurs. I want to go back and see what it was like during the forties or something. You know, um, that kind of thing. Now the the bigger question is though: Are you allowed to interfere? Because going back and even just being there would would change things. Right, right. You could you could actually screw things up. Like um, yeah. Did you ever see that movie? It's kind of a low-budget sci-fi movie. Um, the Sound of Thunder. Is that kinda, the, the race with... car, Tom Cruise race car one? No, no, that's that's um, Days of Thunder. The Sound, oh. <laughs> the Sound of Thunder. Oh yes, when they step on the butterfly. Right, right. That's a precursor to the movie The Butterfly Effect, but it it again deals with the butterfly effect from chaos theory. And it it is where they have this time machine where they can go out and they can walk into this like swamp, but they're they're standing on like a uh in, like a clear platform that's sort of like made of energy or something or it's supposed to be anyway, right? Whatever. Anyway, they can't touch anything. They can't step on anything. They can kill a dinosaur, but it's a gun. It's a dinosaur that was going to die anyway because it was stuck in the tar pit, right? But somebody, yeah, somebody stepped on a butterfly and then changed history, <laughs> like, like totally changed history. Yeah. Um, See, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about that, but I mean, it's, it's a, it's an interesting idea. Yeah. The only problem with that idea is that, like, um. Butterflies only live like a couple days or something, right? I think. Mm-hmm. So, what are the odds that you step on a butterfly? What is this butterfly going to do that's really going to affect world history? Yeah. See, I mean, I, I understand that they're saying it's it's a whole ripple effect, but right. But like, if they had stepped on, like, if they had killed somebody and left something, right, that know, would make more or, sense. Yeah, or right. killed or killed a mammal that was going right. to eventually become. A human, or a lead to a human. That but would a butterfly sense. really wouldn't do much, I don't think. No, you, you, you. Yeah, it might change that. Well, maybe you killed off a butterfly species, like maybe it was the precursor to the monarch that people love, or something, and then true, that the monarch happen. never existed, or something. But even then, what are you really changing? Maybe would you change? Maybe you would change biological science. I don't know, but. Yeah, it's just hard to believe that the the butterfly would really do anything. Stupid um, butterflies. But yeah, you you that's the thing is you'd have to be careful if you did go back in time because of what you could affect. Um, that's the whole thing with those when we talked about last time was uh, each movie or each time travel story has its own rules with how what you do in the past affects the future. Yeah. Um. Yeah, some people think there's like very little, or would be very little effect, depending unless you go like kill your grandfather or something. But then some people say that would not be possible because it's a paradox. Well, yeah, I mean, it all depends on how you how the person or whoever is doing it views time. Because if you think right. alternate timelines, 
Right. I think yeah, we mentioned was, this last yeah. last time. As soon as you jump back there, you've created one because right. you're a new you're an X factor on the timeline. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of but like if you all... Well, I was gonna say kind of like in Fringe where you had two universes but that was sort of Yeah, parallel yeah parallel right. because of different timelines or whatever. Yeah. But then if you think of <clears throat> time as just a straight line Kind of as soon as you jump back, you've changed enough so you're pretty much erasing everything that you would remember. So you're creating a new timeline, not not a new, not an alternate reality, but a which I guess it would be an alternate reality. Yes. Yeah, so would you? Which, yeah. So would you? Um, like say with the you from the future, now that you're in the past, would that you cease to exist? Like would would it be like? One, it from the point that you went back in time, would you just disappear from Earth? And then when you went back, uh, you would be there again, but then what? Well, I mean, at least at least how I would I would see it, you know, my limited knowledge of time travel. As soon as you jumped back... You create a new timeline. Well, even if, even or, if you're just talking about the one, one, one timeline. Right, that's what I'm talking you're about. You're erasing pretty much all... The, the history to you, but the future to everybody else. But since you have jumped back, you're out of right. that time stream, so you're still going to be fine. Like It's the whole right. you know, killing your grandfather paradox. As soon as you jump back, you technically could kill your grandfather because you are now out of the time stream. Excuse me. Yes, yes. So you're now not even a part of that timeline. That's you sort of erased yourself from the existence of that or erased yeah you erased your past but you you are still fine because you were in the time stream you know while all this was while was going on so you're you're going to be fine it's not like you kill your grandfather and suddenly you're just going to vanish you kill your grandfather and in this time in this now new timeline you you will never be born but the, yeah, you you will never be born. But since you were there, you know, you're you're still going to be there. So when you kind of erase the timeline you were in, uh, giving if you're thinking of the time as a single straight line, right? Then is that sort of tantamount to um, genocide of billions of lives? Uh, well, I guess technically, but. Technically, they also never existed to the people who are who were there. Like, you right. know, your friend, your friend Bill, technically would be erased, but he's still in the past and he hasn't lived that yet. So, none of that happened for him yet. So it's almost like they they have a second chance and they don't even know it. <laughs> yeah, in a way, in <laughs> yes, a way. exactly. Yes, and you, you can you got can, a second can, chance. You should. Don't take that lightly. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, so yeah, so then the like we said, we were talking about Back to the Future before last week, and the the Back to the Future timeline is they take the idea of the straight time, um, the straight line, but when you go back, you sort of overwrite stuff. Um, but yeah, and this is one of the things that always bugged me about Back to the Future is when in, when Marty goes back. He has the cool truck he wanted, right? The cool 4x4. <laughs> the uh, the Toyota 4x4 truck. 
but he doesn't like it doesn't like click in his brain how he got it because it's almost like his whole life up until that point he hasn't existed yet and he's like he's back in uh you know what I mean it's like he yeah, didn't he doesn't he doesn't remember it right so it's almost like it didn't happen for him and and then Cause some, it really cuz it really didn't it did but it didn't yeah yeah so it's almost like he's actually going back and taking the place of that timeline's Marty, and that time timeline's Marty gets absorbed and, and disappears. Yeah. It's, it's for, there's there's lots of interesting concepts. With the I kind of like the idea of uh, memories on top of memories. That's kind of a cool. That's what we like we talked about before with um, the movie about time, and then with uh, the butterfly effect. Um, that, I mean, that kind of works for me. Better for the single single timeline thing. It'd be hard though because right. you'd you'd eventually if you did it enough, like if you just kept coming to the end of your or whenever you decided to jump, coming to the end of your life and then jumping back and keep going back and forth, you'd have a bazillion lives worth of memories. You would either drive yourself nuts or yeah. have a very hard time keeping them in in check. I think. Yeah, that you would get. Re- I think you'd start to get really confused about. Hey, Mike, remember that time? And like, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. Mike, remember when we killed that person? I've never killed anyone <laughs> in my life. What What is wrong with you, Russ? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm just. I don't. Well, I was talking about a movie or something. <laughs> um, yeah, very confused. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you say to your wife, "Remember when you said that we could have that threesome?" No. <laughs> What? <laughs> or worse, remember when we had that threesome? What? <laughs> oh, I I must have had that must have been that was a dream. I mean, it was a dream. Um <laughs> but they actually addressed that in the in the butterfly effect as he he started getting like really bad headaches and it was like his his brain was overloading, he was getting nosebleeds and eventually basically he was going to stroke out. You know, he was going to have a stroke in his cuz the brain could not just couldn't write that many memories and it was just destroying itself. So mm. that's, See, that's a little weird. I think your brain can hold as many memories as you want. Well, we don't know yet because we don't know how long, uh, excuse me. I'm sorry for, for yawning. That's rude. Um, <laughs> we don't know how long a human could live, right? Um, are you still there? I'm still there. Yes. Uh, my, uh, I got. I was. You were so quiet. I thought I'd lost you. Because um, my screensaver went on. I was like, "Oh shit! Did I lose him?" Um, so we don't know. You know what? Let's say that uh, scientists can figure out a way that humans could live to be 200 years old, right? Okay. And would our brains be able to handle that and write that many memories? You say yes. I say yes. Because. Um, I read one one article somewhere about how long we could live if we never got sick. Right. Because every time you get sick, it builds up scar tissue and deteriorates, blah, blah, blah. And all the, you know, every time your cells split, there's a little degeneration. Right. But they said that if we never got sick, the human body can last for something like 140 years. So, in other words, the aging process is sped up by getting sick. Uh, the yeah. inflammation and all this other thing, all these other things, 
Yeah. I sound I sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> the inflammation, all the other things, and <laughs> uh, yeah. So that well, that makes sense. So 140 years, that wouldn't be so bad as long as you're healthy. Yeah, as long as you can do it. So I think I think the brain, and they say that the brain has an unlimited capacity for what it can remember. Right. Because because they also say that we do remember everything. We just can't recall it. We can't pull we it. We can't up, recall right? it all. Yeah, like but like one of those, uh, you know, like a, a savant sees something right. or hears something, they remember and can recall everything. Right. So it, it can do that. And I think even over the course of, you know, 100 years or so, it would still be able to function properly, and remember things. Um, now, the interesting thing, though, is, too, that they, I, I read recently is um, uh, not just in this book, but this, this book called um, you, Are not the, you Are Not So Smart. It's a, it's a fascinating book on how the brain works and how we think and, you know, how, how we kind of kid ourselves about certain things, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, one of the things they talk about was memories and how every time you remember something, it's kind of like pulling up a file off your hard drive and you actually sort of rewrite it a little bit and save it again. So you're sort of changing the memory every time you remember it. And that's why some people will say um, they'll remember things wrong. Like they'll remember... Oh, I was, I remember that day. I was totally wearing a blue shirt, and everybody else is like, "Dude, it was purple." And they're like, "No, no, no, it was blue." <laughs> or it could be even worse. It could be like, "I was totally wearing my red Star Trek shirt." No, dude, you were wearing your black Spider-Man shirt. I no, I was there. We have photographs of it. You know, and the guy's like, you know, convinced uh, until he photo- sees photographic evidence. But or or even it could be like this. I don't know if this has happened to you because you only, well, you don't have brothers. You have a sister, so. Um, like, my brothers and I have heard my, you know, one of us will say, they'll remember something, and like, it happened to them, and then one of us is like, no, dude, that was totally me. That wasn't, that, that didn't happen to you at all. <laughs> they're like, no, it happened to me, I remember, and then you realize, oh, no, I've just heard that story so many times, I'm thinking it happened to me, but, oh, wait, I think you're right, it was you. Hmm. Um. That's one of the reasons why eyewitness testimony is uh, not as reliable as people would like, because especially in traumatic situations, um, we don't record we don't record the memories as well uh, as well Remember as we would like. Yeah. Did yeah. you Did you ever see? I don't remember the name of the show. It's like Brain Games or something, right? Anyway, it's on. Uh, I want to say National Geographic. Anyway, they did this experiment. They're like. And they had, they're showing you, okay, now watch this magician. He's going to do this trick, see if you can figure out how he does the trick. And he's on the street, right? One of the street music, magicians. Anyway. Okay, like David Blaine. Right, but not as douchey, right? Yeah. He's, uh, so he's doing a trick. <laughs> he's doing a trick, and, he, and, and you're watching it. I'm trying to figure out how he's doing the trick. And then they get to the end, they say, now, did you notice the, did you notice the, the man in the bunny suit that was walking behind him. <laughs> I was like, what? And sure enough, they replay it. And sure enough, there's a guy walking around, not just walking past him in the bunny suit, but he actually stops and waves at the camera. But you don't notice that because your brain is so focused on his hands and on the tricks. And that's sort of how magician's tricks work. Cause they, they, you know, they, uh, what's the word they use for it? Uh, misdirection. Misdirection. Yeah, they're trying to get you to look over here while they're doing something else. So 
But the thing is, your brain did know about the man in the bunny suit. But it didn't register in your consciousness. It, it, yes. I mean, it was one of those those things that you see and you go, this has nothing to do with the trick, so right. I'm going to just discard right. it and not even remember yeah. it. Yeah, before it gets, yeah, you're, you're, it's like your subconscious brain. It's like when you're driving down the road uh, and there's a lot of things happening, but you're sort of focused on the road and you're not, you know, you drive right past the McDonald's you wanted to stop at. <laughs> because somebody cut you off and you're trying to focus on staying on the road. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. You gotta hate missing that McDonald's. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember I don't even remember the last time I was at McDonald's. I I, I missed the French fries though, I tell that. I haven't been to McDonald's in years. Yeah, I think it's been a few years for me too. I haven't been to Burger King either. I've I I was hoping to go to Wendy's the other day, I tried to get them to get us Wendy's at work, but I got overruled and they got in and out instead. Uh, you know, Mike, I've tried. I tried in and out once so far since I've been here. And I wasn't that impressed. It's yeah. See, people, I, I think it's good. I mean, it's a good. Yeah, it's good a good hamburger. burger. It's a good fast food joint. I guess, but it's nothing crazy to get get yeah. crazy. They talk about how amazing this. Hamburger is like the best fast food hamburger in the world, and I, I uh, yeah, I wasn't that impressed. I'll try it again though, and maybe maybe I just had it was an off day or something. But no, they're they're uh, good. I've had them plenty of times, and they're they're you know it's a good hamburger, but it's it's nothing that you would. I mean, people say it is, but at least I don't consider it something that's like the greatest hamburger in the world. Right. Well, you know what I hear is better, and I haven't been there in years, uh, probably since I was a kid. It was Carl's Jr. So. Again, I mean, they're all they're all good, but yeah. they're all the same kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all just um, fast food burgers. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like you know what was good. Do you remember we went to Fat Burger when we were in Denver? That was pretty good. Uh, Greg, I don't remember, but sure. You were there. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, it might you might not have been there. It might have just been me and Dan and Greg. It might have been the day like the, before you were there. I think you were there, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I'd have to look at the photos again and see if you were in any of the photos. I, but I it, we, we were driving, and then Pat, and then uh, Greg was like, "Fat Burger, that's where we have to go for lunch." And we had never been. None of us had ever been. I guess and Greg Greg knew it knew of it, so. He had been there several times, not the one in Denver, of course. Um, and it was good. It's good food. Anyway, um, I'm I'm thinking of food. I'm hungry, so <laughs> you didn't eat yet. <laughs> no, I haven't, eat, I haven't eaten dinner. I'm gonna eat a late dinner after I uh, oh, get the podcast. Russ, it's, it's, what time is it? It's ten o'clock. Yeah. Hey, you you're European. And... Europeans. Eat, no, it's too. It's too. I'm too hungry to give up. <laughs> It's you like have... I'm too I'm too hungry to just go. Oh, it's late. I'm just gonna go to bed because then I'll be in bed laying hungry and I won't be able to sleep. You should have like a piece of toast and an apple and then go to bed and then restart everything tomorrow. That's probably not a bad idea. That's not that's... what I'll do, but that's probably what I should do. Yeah, you'll because you what you'll go have some pizza. No, no. I mean, I'll you know make a big sandwich or something. <laughs> and sit and watch Project Almanac. Yeah, that's what we need to talk about, Project Almanac. Um, we've only got about a half an hour left, if not, if, if even that, uh, well, if we want to keep it down to about an hour, but yeah, Project Dominic, that's one of the latest time travel movies and we both saw it recently. Um, so let's discuss, what did you think? 
I uh, I enjoyed it. It was yeah. it was you know for a uh, a good little time travel movie. It was it was enjoyable, entertaining. Right. I I enjoyed it too. Uh, I mean, I have some problems with it. We could discuss that, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, um, I think if I had seen it in theaters, I would like. Mm, I don't know if it was worth the price of the ticket, but yeah, um, it wouldn't wouldn't have been worth. It was I got it from Redbox for like a dollar, yeah. so it was it was well worth that price. Um, it was enjoyable. I'm my main problem was the was the the main character. He wasn't a very good actor. He well, uh, I I didn't mind that he wasn't a good actor, but they they did for him what they do for a lot of other movies. They made the main character who's supposed to be the giant geek and can. You know, figure out right. all of this stuff. They, you know, he was a good-looking guy with a, you know, a body obviously that had been, you know, he worked out. He looked like, more like the football player that's the high yeah, school. Exactly. He he wasn't the 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 geek in school that nobody liked. Right. Right. So, but I, other other than that, you know, it was a it was an interesting movie where they spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah. They they find. They're going through some old home movies, and the guys who are watching it see the main guy at his seventh birthday yeah. as an adult, like in the mirror. And they're like, holy crap, how did that happen? And then they go, they discover that his father had built a time machine, and obviously yeah. they had found it and rebuilt it, so they went and they went down to the basement and they found yeah, it. Yeah, there's even a line in there where they're working on it. They go, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. He goes, dude, we already did because you were there. We saw you in the video. Yeah, <laughs> so in other words, you were, they, they were convinced. They were they were confident they were going to be able to get the time machine to work because they'd already seen it in the video that he had made it back in time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they did so. have some interesting things with the, the – the, the, you know, so again, they, they made rules. They, they figured out that they could – the time machine sort of creates this vortex, uh, like what would you say, like a ten foot circle or something like that, or maybe yeah, some, it, it sucked everything in that circle back, I think. Or yeah, with well, for some reason it didn't suck the floor or the ground, you know, <laughs> but it sucked the people and all their clothes and some of the stuff that was flying. I always thought, well, I kept thinking, well, how come one of these tools like a screwdriver or something isn't going to slam into their head and kill them as they're time as they're, you know they're going to be go back in time and then you know wake up dead with the screwdriver in their head but um uh but so anyway they had was there six of them i think let's see one two three. yeah and they were like we none of us are going to go back unless we all go back but of course yeah someone breaks that rule and then when he does it sort of starts this chain reaction in a way that he realizes he screws something up, and then he's got to keep. He wants to keep going back to fix it, but he keeps fucking it up worse. Um, what did you think about? Okay, there's a scene. This is in the previews too, where there's one of the guys draws uh, with a marker, like a smiley face or something, on the back of his own neck. In the past, they that, go back a couple a, days or something. Yeah, that was a little weird. I mean, it was it was, you know, kind of like a cool little thing that they could show. Oh, look, we're in the past. Right. And I'm going to draw on my neck, and whatever I draw on my neck is going to appear on my neck now. Right, because it was like the day before or something. Whatever, it's a permanent marker. Yeah. My question, my my, what I f- uh, find a little more con- thought-provoking or confusing, given in this movie's rules anyway, 
when he was drawing on his neck, he was almost touching his neck. He didn't touch himself. He was almost because he was using the marker. So they're all laughing. Ah, I worked, it worked. Don't, don't wake me up. Don't wake me up. Right? <laughs> and then, and then all of a sudden, both versions of him start like, start like flickering, like they're gonna like flicker out of existence, right? It's and a feedback like, loop. Right. And they're like, oh shit, we gotta get you away from you. That that's what they sort of realize and they get away. But that took like a good thirty seconds or more before that happened. But then later in the movie, when someone else encounters their own self. They basically disappear within like two seconds. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know why they. I mean, I know why they did it. They did that for that. Right for scene the at drama, the end where yeah. The girl disappeared, but there was. I don't really think that there'd be any reason that there would be some sort of weird feedback loop just because you saw yourself. Yeah, um, I could see it if you touched yourself. That whole thing, like from Time Cop, where if you touch yourself, it's like the same matter can't take up the same space at the same time or something. So then you destroy yourself or something like that. But just being in the vicinity, and it was like they didn't really say how close because when the girl disappeared, she was a good, what, 20 yards away or something? Yeah, she was. One was by the house, and the other was at the end of the driveway. Yeah, yeah, and it was a pretty good distance. And uh, she just like, oh, oh shit, it's me. And then like they both sort of disappear after two seconds or something. And um, I felt like they. Well, my main problem there was just that they she disappeared too quickly. But you know, so that's that's not a big deal. But uh, I'm trying to remember if there were anything. There was one thing that. Do you remember? There's towards. Going towards the end when they start doing, um, they started to try to figure out, okay, oh, I know what it was. When they realized that something they had done in the past started a ripple effect where their high school team didn't go to the the the, uh, the championships. And then, so the coach the coach didn't make it or whatever. Anyway, then it ended up somehow causing a plane crash, killing hundreds of people. And so they realized that was us. We did that, right? Yeah. Remember when they were drawing on the chalkboard, like like kind of a circle for the ripple effect? You know, like, okay, we did this, 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 this. They're trying to figure it out, right? Uh-huh. Well, he goes back in time. I can't remember the main character's name. Um, David, I think it was, or something like that. So, so the main guy, uh, whose father built the time machine originally, he goes back in time to fix it so that that doesn't, so that the, you know, the, so that chain reaction doesn't happen, right? Mm-hmm. And when he does, he comes back and he fixes it. But then something else happened that was a, you know, something he wasn't expecting. Like his, his, oh yeah, his friend got hit by a car. So that yeah. didn't happen, happen before. So he fixed, he fixed the, the, the first thing where they, the first ripple effect with a hundred, you know, the plane crash. But he somehow, in you know, made it happen, made, you know, he somehow made something happen where his friend got hit by the car. But then he goes down into the basement to to get the time machine and get the fuel again, the hydrogen, so he can do another jump, so he can try to fix that, you know, fix his friend, save his friend. And the same drawing that they were using to figure out the ripple effect was on the chalkboard. Hmm, I didn't notice that. Yeah, so if he had, because he actually, the reason, the only reason I noticed it, maybe the, or the main reason is because he actually goes up and erases the board because he has to start trying to figuring out what at what point exactly he needs to go back to fix things, right? So he's like mm-hmm. doing, he's like drawing the board and stuff. But so when he goes to erase the board the first time, it's that ripple effect that they had done. But it, but since he fixed it, they never would have drawn that ripple effect on the chalkboard. 
Well, they might have if, if you know, the another event still happened and they're trying to figure out what kind of happened. Oh, yes. Well, you know, the other event that may have happened was his friend getting hit by the car. Yeah. So maybe while he wasn't home, they were down in the basement drawing on the thing like something we did caused this to happen. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, there there was also one part that that to me didn't make sense. Well, it made sense, but when he was when they were at the the concert, right, right, yeah, and he was he was there talking to the girl that he liked outside that wall, right, and you know he he blew his chance, and that was what started him going back because he's like, look, I blew my chance, I have to go back and and get her, right. So he he jumps back by himself, right. And I think I know where you're going take, with this. How does he take his own place? Yeah, that's what. The, yeah. The concert. I was going to ask you about that too because I was going to ask you if I, I was going to try to figure out if I missed something because it seems to me they didn't show anything in the concert or in the in the original footage or even in the second time around uh, to like divert his original self so that his future self could be the one that talks to her and doesn't screw it up, right? Yeah, they didn't they didn't do any of that. He I just actually kind of appeared. Yeah. I thought they were going to do something with the frisbee hitting him or something. Remember because there's like frisbee hits him and he goes, "Oh, ow, you know, whatever." I thought they were going to do something like that like change it around so he was the one who threw the frisbee or something anyway. But yeah, they didn't do that. And I don't know if they just kind of screw that up or something I got lost in editing or if um it was one of those things where they didn't just they just didn't think it through. I think they probably were just like, yeah, well nobody'll notice. Yeah. But to me that was a big thing because he went up and he walked up to her almost the exact same moment and said the exact same things. So uh he would have had to have um locked his other self in the bathroom or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least at least hit him over the head or hit him over the him head somewhere. Hit him over the head and and laid him down on somebody's porch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't that was a that was a good question. But see, I guess that's the that's the problem you run into with whenever you're doing a time travel story is some of these paradoxes you have to be careful of. Um and then you have nerds like us that notice it, you know. Yeah, because. we were watching it, watching it too closely. Um, and then yeah. there was the the thing that I thought they were going to do at the end, which right. which was another slight issue I had, because at the beginning of the movie, you you see this him when he's seven years old, his father gets a call and suddenly has to, you know, leave the party and go out. Right. And at the very beginning, I don't think they ever said that the father had died in a car accident. Yeah, I just remember he had died, but I don't remember them saying how or when necessarily. Yeah, see, I don't even actually remember them saying that he died. I just remember them saying that, you know, before Dad left. And I was thinking oh, yeah. what I was going to – what I was thought was going to be the end of the movie um, was that they were going to go back in time at some point. Maybe, you know, the calibration would be off or something, and they would actually find him because he had – used the time machine, gone back, and gotten stuck there because they right, needed right. Uh, nitrogen or oxygen or, or whatever. Hydrogen. To power it. Hydrogen. And they even said at the beginning, if we, you know, we can get back there, but if we don't have enough 
hydrogen to get back, we're going to be stuck there. So I was like, oh, that's what they're going to do because they, they lost their father. Right. They, they wouldn't know what happened to him. And when they would get back to the, you know, some point in the past, there he would be. They could bring them all home and everybody would be happy. Yeah, that's it's interesting you say that because I re, I remember thinking something similar or or along those lines, and I don't know if we just missed something at the beginning, but um, I kind of remember something like that too, like thinking, hmm, did he disappear as a result of this time machine, or did he or did he die because of the time machine, or was he, you know, because um. I know at some point because I remember you know because at the end when when they sort of mentioned the the whole car accident on his birthday and I'm thinking and he's thinking you know maybe I can change it or something I remember thinking that I don't I didn't remember them talking about a specifically a car accident on his birthday you yeah know? and they, he could have he could have changed it because his final jump after they had screwed everything up and decided to to go back and not even discover the time machine or to destroy the time machine. He could have he could have stopped his father from getting into the car accident and Yeah, I don't know why he been there. I also don't know why that's one thing I wonder too is why he didn't do that unless he was so focused on trying to save his girlfriend that he didn't want to save his dad. I didn't get that. Yeah, and it's also that that was the my my one big problem was that he decides to go back and to his seventh birthday, which is where he saw himself in the mirror. Right. And destroy the time machine back then. Right. Now, see, that's one of those paradoxes where if he destroyed the time machine right. at, when he was at his seventh birthday, they never would have found it to end up going back in time to end up destroying right. it. Yada, yada, yada. Right. So that was, that was the big paradox dilemma in that movie. Yeah, and I know that there are certain paradoxes you almost have to live with whenever you do a time travel story, but then there are some that sort of push it over the edge for me, and I wasn't sure. When I finished that movie, I wasn't sure if they had done that or not, you know, because I felt like, mm, maybe they went too far, because, you know, they, because then, you know, uh, hopefully people, you know, aren't upset that we're spoiling this whole thing, but we did say spoiler <laughs> warning. That's uh, right. We said you could have fast forwarded through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, the, cause at the, there, there was that, you know, at the end when he thinks that he, he tells his dad, you know, basically we got to destroy the, no, he doesn't even tell his dad. You don't even hear what he says. Cause he, he basically, you see what happens in his, it's basically, he's like, dad, just go back to the party and I'm going to stay down here and destroy the time machine. He was like, dad, go get your car. Yeah. And I'll yeah, stay that's the See, that's the thing too. If. If he knew that he was that his dad was going to have a car accident that day, he it seems to me he would have stopped it and then destroyed the time machine, or just had his dad stay down in the basement with him. Right till after the car accident, it would have happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's 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 a little weird, and and you know I can sort of see why he's saying. We've got to destroy this, Dad, because it's it's gonna destroy the future or something like that, you know. And then, and uh, but then of course the, the, he he does, but then then he leaves his camera behind, which I guess throws things off because the camera itself uh, is an artifact from the future. And then you know his and so his sister, instead of finding one camera in the attic, they find two cameras, and then they yeah. see the one of themselves 
discovering the other camera. And, you know, so the only problem with that is they lead you to believe that there's going to be another time machine, but uh, they don't have the parts for the time machine this time. But I guess they could. I mean, they they did film. She was filming everything, so yeah, and they I guess he's know exactly to, what they need. Yeah, and he's supposed to be a genius, so maybe he could figure it out by watching it on film. Um, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I did enjoy it. It's not. It's one of those movies where I enjoyed it, and then if you think too much about it, then you might get annoyed and go, "Oh, that kind of sucked." Because <laughs> <laughs> those time went on, I'm like going, mm, "I don't know. There's that problem, this problem." But um, I enjoyed it. I'll probably watch it again and you know try to catch some other things. Uh, I would like to see too if they mention the birthday car accident. Uh, if they do, that's going to be a big faux pas on the part of the filmmakers because. Yeah, I mean, because the the kid is obviously, unless they do it this way, where they do like sort of the butterfly effect thing where he figures, it doesn't matter what I do, I'll just screw everything up, so I'm not even going to bother trying to save, change the past. Which is a little silly, but... Right. Because, I mean, if you can, you know, save your father from being in a car accident, but I guess that would screw thing, well... I mean, it all depends again on how you how you see it. If if he went back and saved his father, then maybe he wouldn't have been, you know, as he wouldn't have grown up as he did. Right, right, yeah, that's true. Then he so that could that could lead to another paradox thing. He wouldn't have, and he wouldn't have grown up. He wouldn't have gotten the time machine to go back because maybe his father wouldn't leave it buried in the basement. You know. Yeah. Um. You know, another thing I was thinking about too is like you think about. With that, when it comes to, do you remember? Um, you watched Friends, right? Yeah. Uh, the whole series, correct? Yep. Now, if anyone's listening and they haven't seen Friends, this is going to be a big <laughs> spoiler. So don't be careful. You may want to skip this part. Uh, but because um, towards the end, you basically you know it ends with remember, basically Walter and the little kid are like men out of time or people out of time. Because at the end, they're, basically their timeline has ceased to exist, so they just end up like you know going you know going off together because they're like, well, we're sort of you know we don't belong here either one of us, right? So I wonder if if you know with this movie if that would have been the case, like like say he tell saves his father, but the time machine's still there or whatever, but he tells his dad, you be careful, don't you know destroy this time machine or hide it or whatever. So he never goes back in time, and then so that version of him disappears, but then time moves on without him. Or he could continue to exist uh, along with his seven-year-old self, and then grow older or something. <laughs> you know. Hmm. I don't know. Something to think about, Mike. If you and I ever do a time machine, a time travel movie, we're gonna have to establish some really. Stringent rules before we start. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, we could. We could. We could. I think we could narrow it down pretty good, so we'd have a a good take on the whole time travel thing. Yeah. Well, and like we said last week, it's it's the key is to establish your rules and then stick with them. You know, whatever yeah. they are. Um, so you you just have to decide which kind of time travel, uh, you know, you're doing. So. You know, and, they, and and that's the thing is like all these different time travel things are, they're all so different. You know, there are, um, I think the idea of the one where whenever you 
make a major decision, it creates a whole new timeline. That can be an exciting thing when you, as far as stories go, but I don't like it in the sense that if you did go back in time to change things again, then there you would be a person out of time. You would be your timeline would cease to exist, wouldn't it? Uh, I, you know, I guess if you're thinking of timelines, when you jump back and split the timeline, you are now in the new timeline. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You'd be in the new timeline, so the other, the your timeline would go on without you in the future. Yeah, you'd be in the past, but then the new timeline. So when you go back, there's another you there waiting. Well, you know. It, I mean, again, if you, you know, all well, depends on how you see it. But if you split the timeline and you're in the new one, when you jump to your present or what would be the future, you wouldn't be jumping into your old timeline's future. You would be jumping into the new timeline's right. future. So you could never really go back home again. Right, and that was a thing with Walter, with Walter, in, in, in you know, in, in Fringe and stuff. So. Yeah, that would be kind of sad, actually. But yeah, they you know, did that in, a, in Astro City, and one of the one of the issues. Oh, I didn't read that one then, because I'm yeah, way it was behind. Good. Well, it was it was the I think the origin of Samaritan. He was oh, he was I don't from think the I future. I read that. Oh, I that was actually yeah. a good one. I have to I have to give it to you. That's uh, yeah, I'd like to borrow that, and um, I'd. Uh, yeah, because I, I like well, the whole Samaritan character is pretty cool just because of the the conflicts he has and stuff. But um, yeah, I didn't know that he was from the future. I didn't. That's that's kind of yeah. Cool. He was from the future that was uh, dying, so they sent him back. They they had tracked it back to one certain event, and they sent him back to stop that event. But once he got back here, he was stuck. Right. Until I see. In in you know as they told in the story until they ended up getting sucked into the time portal and blah, blah, blah. And he got to go back, uh, to the future. Yeah. Um, I like the, uh, there's a thing with the multiple universe thing. Cause there's also, there's also theories that some astrophysicists have that there are multiple universes. There are many you and me, Use and me's out there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Mike Fasolos out there, and a lot oh, of Russians out there, light versions. So, you know, um, you know, one version you might be a millionaire, and another version you might be homeless. So, I, I um, would prefer the millionaire one. Yeah, yeah. But the th- the thing is, when you think about it, you're saying, oh, well, I guess it's nice to think that in one universe out there, maybe there's one Russ out there that's doing something amazing, you know? <laughs> but then... <laughs> well, they do say that for every, for every decision. Yeah, then it split, it splits into a new, new, new universe, right? Yep. So it's infinite. Yeah. But every decision, does that mean like, oh, I'm going to get a sip of coffee. No, I think I'm going to eat this peanut. You know, yep, I mean, what, this, uh, that decision right there would create a new... That would, that would split the timeline, but that would be also be a decision that wouldn't, really have a massive impact on right, so those those timelines would pretty much run exactly the same except for the peanut coffee thing until another major decision was made yeah but if you're talking about hey i'm gonna give up all my money and go work for the peace corps or i'm gonna stay here and work at my corporate job you know so right. that's that's like a big decision so that would that would split things up like in family man which uh we went to see together Yes. He uh in one he he goes 
um, to England and becomes like a big hotshot broker. Right, that was it, yeah. He stays here and has a family. And that was, yeah, that was one of the, and that's why he got the glimpse, because he's saying this was a, this was a big decision in your life that could have taken your life in two completely different directions. Yeah. Uh, even though at the mo- at the time it didn't seem like that, because in in the other t- in the one he was having a glimpse with, when he was married and had the kids, uh, he did start out as uh, working on Wall Street or something similar. But then he changed uh, because he was married. He actually stopped and then went to work at the tire store because his father in law got sick. Well, yeah, he in the in the one where he was married, he actually came back. Right. He he went to England, but then he came back. Right. And then he he started out as a stockbroker, but just like at EF Hutton or something. And that's right. He wasn't on Wall Street. He was on his way, but he never made it to Wall Street because he um he, he didn't went get to, his degree or yeah, whatever. He, he yeah, cuz he went into and he went to work with his work for or help his father-in-law. Yeah, that's right. Um yeah, so it's the big decisions. Yeah, that's true. Um, excuse me. <laughs> I, I just burped. I don't know if you heard it, but I can edit it out. Yawning, burping. I'm you're yawning and burping. Boss. I'm rude. Uh, I'm burping. <laughs> I'm burping because I have no food. I'm, it's an empty stomach burp. It's like, well, then we should let you go get some food. Um, so that was a good discussion of the time travel dilemmas in this movie. I thought, I thought but I enjoyed the movie. Um, uh, the is there any is there another t- uh, n- um I'm sorry this is I'm I'm totally rambling rambling now um for the next episode is there a time travel dilemma that you'd like to leave me with hmm or question you don't have to you could think about it and we, you could email yeah. it to me or something or off off the top of my head I can't think of one but uh we could we could bring it up next time. Let, yeah, let's come up with something in between now and next time we podcast, and then we'll um, we'll have something else that we can start out with. You know, another question, another quandary, if you another will. quandary for the audience to think about. And uh, we'll have to figure out what what time travel story we'll talk about next time. Yeah, we could do. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I could go rent it. Predestination. Oh yeah, I want. Oh man, I've been wanting to talk to you about that one because that's yeah. Talk about. Yeah, I don't want to say it. I don't even want to say. I don't even want to say the. <laughs> well, I will. One word I will I go say. rent that one tomorrow, and I'll watch it. And I'll. I'll it watch back. it again because I want to. I want to um, brush up on it, you know, so that we when we do talk about it, it's fresh in my mind. Because it's right. one of those ones that, man, it's a head scratcher, and then it's like, <laughs> what, what, what? Oh, you know. And another one we when we were talking the other day, we didn't mention was the one with uh, um, Bruce Willis. Um, and uh, Looper. What, Looper, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That was that one got confusing to me. Yeah, there's that. That's another one I'd like to talk to you about because there's some stuff at the end. Like I enjoy the movie, but then I'm going, oh, well, okay, wait a second. I guess uh, so. He does, uh, you know, and you're like, trying to, yeah, you're I'd have to watch that one again. And there's there's plenty more. We have somewhere in time to do. We have. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Terminator and Terminator Two and Terminator Three and Four and <laughs> yeah, the new one and then the new one, the. You know, there's there's something we can think about too. Is and I've talked about it with this with my friend So before, and she was like, I, I feel like I need a chart to follow this stuff. You know, like like a like a flow chart to figure <laughs> out. You know, and that that could be it because that's what that guy was doing in Project Almanac. He was basically doing that on the chalkboard. Um, yeah. But we could try to do that with one thing. Uh, uh, 
what do you call it? A um, you know, an online thing where you can, you know, I could be drawing. Well, unless we're just sitting next to each other and we could do it then. Because uh, one of these days we could podcast in person. Oh, so, that'll be nice. Um, we could get some Taco Bell and. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> delightful. Like, it'll or be Wendy's. like old times, <laughs> Wendy's. Yeah, you know, I haven't had Wendy's in so long, and a friend of mine. Uh, from Florida, uh, sent me a thing that said uh, they have a new chicken sandwich that sounds sounds good. Spicy mm. chicken with jalapenos or something on it. And, and uh, Anyway, um, now no, I'm really hungry. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, the closest Wendy's, though, to me is in Hollywood, so that's over by you. So That's closest to me, so if I ever come down that way, I can pick it up on the way over. Yeah, or vice versa, that's true. The only problem with that would be the fries would be a little bit cold. Yeah. I might have to nuke them. But Winnie's fries aren't like um, like McDonald's fries. When McDonald's fries go cold, they're worthless. They're useless, they're, yeah. D- they're Wendy's. delicious. They're delicious when they're fresh. Wendy's, you can maybe nuke them a little bit, you know. Um, maybe I'll bring one of those uh, those bags that keep hot things hot and cold things cold. Oh, yeah, like the delivery people. Yeah. Maybe uh, do you have a second job? You're not telling me about Mike. <laughs> I, I wish, <laughs> I wish I did. I could you start using the money already. <laughs> now that you're on hiatus from Robot Chicken. Now that I am on hiatus, yes, it's it's nice to be on hiatus. But everyone should go buy Robot Chicken DVDs, uh, uh, because uh, we want Mike to get another Emmy, and he has yeah, to well, keep. He has to yeah, keep they writing. have to. I wish, I wish when they bought DVDs, I got some money off it, but I don't. Oh. You don't get any residuals? I get nothing. Man. That's not fair. I know. I know. Even if it was like a, a nickel, a DVD, I'd still be doing pretty good. Yeah, because there's pro- I've been a lot of people buy those DVDs. You could the, the, I can't tell you how many people are like, yeah, I say, "Oh, my friend Mike and you writes for Robot Chicken." Oh my god, I love that show. <laughs> oh, by the way, I got your uh DVD for your cousin or your niece or well, my I say my bite, my baby cousin, my little cousin. She's a little, yeah. My cousin's child. So I guess I don't know what that technically is. First cousin once removed that, or something. That's your like that. yeah, your first cousin once removed. So I just call her my little cousin. Well, I she got would, it for her, and I got it signed. It. That's awesome. She would be so excited. I'm trying to get her. She's sort of a geek, you know. She likes comic books and stuff. She likes to draw. So try to encourage her in that yeah. kind of thing. Get her into the uh, geekdom. I haven't seen her drawings, though, so maybe she sucks. Maybe I shouldn't encourage her drawing. <laughs> Ooh. She, she, can, she can go back and listen to this when she's a famous artist. Yeah, maybe she, she's like, I proved him wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what he was talking about. All right, Mike. It has been another uh, delightful uh, episode. It's a delightful um, Mike and Russ time. Yeah, it, was yeah. A, it was a pleasure as always. Uh, so next episode we'll do we'll try to shake it up a little bit more again. Uh, obviously, um, the time travel thing may get a little bit old, but uh, but time travel is infinite, so there's all, all kinds of possibilities. Very true, and we we usually end up discussing yeah all kinds of other silly, stuff like, too, like gophers and possums and stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> we had a nice discussion on the marsupials and um, and the lies that we have been taught uh, about animals. And I don't even remember what they were, but oh yeah, that uh, fainting goats don't even don't really faint, and uh, opossums don't even play dead; they actually faint. Yeah, yeah. so it's crazy. Next thing you know, they're going to be telling us 
pigs don't uh, make bacon. <laughs> well, I guess technically pigs don't make bacon. They don't. They they have bacon in them. Bacon. Ba- pigs are made of bacon, par- partially. We, we we make bacon. <laughs> yes, and it's delicious. Unless you're Jewish Thank or Muslim, pigs. then you don't eat it. <laughs> they don't know what they're missing. Did you hear in the podcast the other day? Pat and I ta- mentioned that we're talking about animals and and uh, and he was talking about how. Um, so why why do you not eat dolphins? Because they're smart and you know he's talking. He's just talking about the hypocrisy of that you know. Because pigs are very smart. Pigs are as smart as dogs, if not smarter. But we eat them, but we don't eat dogs. So. Well, yeah, because if, if I guess if pigs were more pet-like, if there were more people yeah. who had pigs as pets, then we wouldn't eat them. Some people have them as pets, but I don't know. That's still a little bit weird. I'd like a, a pig pet pig. That'll do, pig. That'll do, pig. And I would I would probably name it pig. Would you Would you teach it to? Uh, to um, corral sheep, I would teach it to color in a coloring book. Teach it to be a sheep dog. I teach it to color. <laughs> yeah. How would it hold the hold the crayons in its in nose? It, in its mouth. Oh, its mouth. Yeah, I like bite down on it. Yeah, that makes sense. I'd have to first teach it not to eat the crayons. Yeah, you might have to put something on the crayon that that doesn't taste good, but then but that it doesn't like taste bad, so he doesn't like go ugh gross. But doesn't taste delicious, you know, because <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe he likes the taste of crayon wax. Because like, he's, he's a pig. Pigs eat anything, Mike. Anything. I know. That's why they they have that saying: eat like a pig. Yeah. If you ever want to dispose of a human body, you could probably throw them in a pig pen. Yeah. Apparently, the pigs will eat everything, like the bones and all. Yeah. I saw that on an episode of Criminal Minds. That was also in uh, Deadwood. Oh, I haven't seen that show. I hear it's good though. I haven't seen I haven't seen all the episodes. I saw a couple of them. I think in the very first one they they kill somebody and they throw them in the the pig thing so the pigs will eat them. My dad says it's a good show. He said it's like a exercise in how many different ways you can say cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz all the cursing in that in that show. <laughs> but um no, I haven't seen it yet. But there's there's so much I haven't even I've never even seen The Wire, so um Oh, um, you are missing out, my friend. Yeah, I'm way behind the times cuz that's supposed to be like one of the best shows ever. It is. Um, so, oh well. Maybe once, maybe once I get caught up on Game of Thrones, I'll watch The Wire. Oh, that'll be forever. I mean, that's the nice thing about HBO Go. They have all their shows. You know. Did you know that, Mike? I did know that. All right, man. Well, uh, I'm gonna let you go because I know it's late and uh, you don't have to get up early in the morning. <laughs> Not anymore. And. Um, I will talk to you probably tomorrow online or something. And right, well, you go uh, we'll and get enjoy, this. A, enjoy a good dinner. I will. That's the next thing I'm going to do, get something to eat. I don't know if I'm going to get this uh, up up uh, tomorrow or Wednesday. It's Monday night now because we have an episode of Up Late with Russ and Pat going up tomorrow. Uh, Pat says, well, it doesn't matter if two go up on the same day. He doesn't care. So I guess it all depends if I get it edited and put together. So we'll You see. do what you we'll need see. to do. And I'm just rambling now, so I'm going to shut up. <laughs> Thanks again. <laughs> All right, I will talk to you soon. Next time. Get it? Yes. Time, time. Next time. time with Mike and Russ time. Yeah. yeah. This podcast is copyright 2015. Mike Solo and Russ Wooten. Mike and Russ time, yeah, is a part of the Uplate Network at russandpat.com.
you.